Alrighty, hey, we're recording. This is Killswitch Industries, the official podcast for your local technical innovator company. Now, I just wanted to make this quick, and it's probably not going to be that quick, this uh, podcast episode about COVID-19. Okay, I know people hear COVID-19, they go, ooh, scary virus. COVID-19 is no worse than the flu, right? We've seen posts. You know, they're like, oh, having COVID-19 was no worse than a sore throat. Okay, people need to understand that. With the death rate very low, right, the survival rate is over 98%, okay? A 98% rate, 98% survival rate, that has got to be the lowest, okay, or the highest, Okay? Think about the flu, influenza. It's nothing. We've all had it. It's just a little cough, cough, oh, I'm sick for a few days, dang it. Gotta stay from, gotta stay home from work because I'm sick. Alright? I understand that. You know, I've gotten the flu before. We've all gotten the flu before. But the way some people are handle, handling this and the virus is ridiculous. <laughs> First off, with the toilet paper. That doesn't make sense, you know? But I don't know what I, it's ridiculous. Second of all, this quote unquote surge in cases, right? That is simply the media releasing data that they had months ago, okay, to scare America, okay, so if we look at it, you know, let's look at the facts here, kind of straying away from COVID-19, but that's fine, we'll get back on track to that, so I just want to say something, if you think, if you look back to Trump's impeachment trial, ordered by the left, right, that was unsuccessful, now you look at COVID-19 that happens a few weeks, okay, mere weeks later. It's daunting how bad the left wants to ruin America. You know, they want it to be some sort of zombie autopilot nation where nobody can think for themselves. All right, and that's, you know, that's not a fun fact. Some people are, yeah, let's go, you know, and other people are just now coming to terms terms with that and realizing, oh, that's not good, you know, so it's ridiculous. And then after, you know, let's go back to what we're talking about here, after a few weeks, months, whatever you want to call it, of the COVID-19, that was debunked, Trump came out and he said, hey, I've been taking hydroxychloroquine. You know, it's helping me. It's an antivirus. It's an antivirus for COVID-19. Media said, oh, he's going to kill us all because a lady mistakenly read fish tank cleaner. She saw Hydra in front and went, this is it. Forced her husband to drink it and is now facing charges, was facing charges. 
I don't know what happened with that. I just know, you know, that's all I know. But the fact at how relentless they're being is sickening. That they won't stop until they get until they meet their goal. And it's I already said it, I'll say it again, it's sickening. How badly they want to ruin America. Because if you think about it, COVID-19 forced Trump to shut down the company or the country, right? They want to ruin our economy, make us dependent on other countries for our econ- for our economy value. So think about it. COVID-19 made Trump shut down the like towns and cities and the country. Okay? That put small businesses and small business owners out of business, right? Small businesses are the heart of America, okay? That's something you guys need to understand. And when, because think about it, if you take out, okay, think of it like a company, all right? The way a company's run, you have your workers, you have your managers, you have your CEOs, okay? There's many things under each of those umbrella terms. I'm not gonna go into detail in that in this episode. Okay, so you take out the employees, okay, which are in turn the small businesses of America. What do you have left? The managers and the CEOs. Now let's say the managers are those big box stores, okay, the big corporate chains. You take those out, well, those never got taken out, taken out, okay? Because the workers make the company run. Okay, the workers are essentially running the company. Okay, they keep it going. Their work, their drive, that keeps it, that keeps that company afloat. Okay, because if you take apart, like if you dismantle that, you get rid of those floor workers, all you would have left would be big box stores and the authorities, right? You know, the president, the cabinet, the branches government the military all that stuff okay you take away like that's at one point all you're gonna have is these big box stores and the authorities you know the quote-unquote ceos of america and that is something I think anybody, any American citizen, any citizen of any country should see their country fall into. Because America is America, you know? So I just wanna say that is because the economy is our heart, okay? Now another, you know, idiom type thing, uh, I forgot the word, that's fine. Think of America like a body. The heart, that would be our economy. It keeps us going, right? You can't live without that. But think of the small businesses as what's keeping that pumping, that heart pumping. You know, if you take away our small businesses, you take away our economy. You take away, you take away our economy, what's America? nothing okay just a bunch of people ordering other people around for no reason all right so 
I feel like this was definitely needed, and I'm not done yet. So now, you know, let's go back to what I was saying earlier with the left and their way they're doing things, right? Starting with the impeachment trial, fail. COVID-19, fail. Right after COVID-19, right? They brought in the Black Lives Matter and the Antifa protests, all right? Don't you think that's a little fishy? Because you know what they're doing? They're bringing in all these scary events, right? You know, the thoughts that we have at night that makes us keep up, like, oh, I don't want to face that, you know? They're taking those thoughts and they're making them real, all right? Because fear drives. Say, think of it like if you have a friend, you know, and your friend knows something about you, right? And then you stop being friends. The, there's a fear that lingers there that that person that knows that secret of yours is going to expose it, right? So you work with them, you know, you come to terms with them, you agree with them, you basically end up working through them, okay? I'm not saying this has happened. It probably has happened to some people. It won't happen to everybody, but you never know, you know? But, um, I just, I feel like this is important and needs to be said. Now, I know most of you probably heard my voice when I started this and went, oh, it's a kid. This kid knows nothing. Kids can know stuff too, you know? Kids know facts. We know facts. We know a lot of things, you know? And I'm really straying away from what I wanted to talk about here. Okay, going back to COVID-19, right? The news reported that African-Americans and minorities were more susceptible to the COVID-19 virus, right? It was hitting them harder. Now, look at the BLM, you know, Black Lives Matter and the anti-protests. Now, they're encouraging those people, you know, because we're all humans here, they're ordering those people to go and riot and peacefully protest there's a there's a very distinguishable line between peaceful protests and riots okay so that is really important to be able to distinguish that line and know okay that's one thing peaceful protesting is one thing you know holding up signs doing a little bit of yelling you know walking in circles you know marching that's peacefully you know, you may be, you know, interrupting a few people's day-to-day, -day, you know? But that's not like throwing bottles full of gas and flammable liquids at buildings that did nothing wrong. At people that did nothing wrong, okay? The, now, the riots, okay, because that's what they are. Most of these protests aren't peaceful look at Chaz or Chop, whatever they're calling it now, <laughs> whatever name they're calling it this week, it's, how am I going to say this, okay, you know what, it's, in some areas, it's peaceful, 
you know, there's people just minding their own business, you know, but the fact that they're there makes them an immediate participant. They may not be actually like out there in the streets, you know, they could just be standing on a blanket in a park, you know, that just so happens to be in the middle of there. I don't know if there is a park in the middle of there, but hypothetically, you know, they, them being there and them walking past those barricades is them saying, I renounce America. I'm not an American citizen, you know? And what's funny about Chaz is how quickly they're falling to shambles, right? There were arguments over the name, arguments over the leader, you know, important things that a country, even if they were a country, okay, that wouldn't work, all right? So the way I see it, right, the way I was discussing with family, the way family sees it, you know, my family, is they're a foreign entity on American soil, all right? Think of it like that. They're trying to start a war with us. But the thing is, yeah, the United We Stand, United We Fall is something that's important to a lot of Americans. Guns are something that's important to a lot of Americans. Freedom is something that's important to a lot of Americans. And what Chaz, Chop, I'm just gonna call it Chaz, you know, that's the first thing, you know, I think of when I hear about that place. They're driving America in a direction that I don't think anybody should see their country go. You know, I mean, this is probably gonna sound ridiculous, but it is very true. So Captain Steve Rogers, yes, I know he's a Marvel character, but you know, bear with me here, said the price of freedom is high. I don't believe that could be any truer right now. Look at what America is having to fight against, okay? It's ridiculous. The fact that Americans, okay, are fighting each other over things as small as, I'm not saying racial driven killings aren't important, okay? They're sad, you know, that people just do that, you know, but I think it's ridiculous how blind the media is turning people. You know, it's like, we have our eyes, right? The media is putting a hand over those and saying, no, 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 you'll see this. You won't see that, but you'll see this. You know, like they're, they're shielding us and everybody from the truth. Okay, and I think that's, it's very important that Americans can fight those, fight that hand over their eyes, over their mouths, you know. And, um, God, I've been talking for a while. Okay, but, yeah, this is just a really random, all over the place kind of episode. But all this stuff needs to be said, okay? Now, I want to talk about George Floyd and, uh, like, space, the man that was killed in Wendy's parking lot. 
Okay, but let's look at George Floyd. The way he died and the fact that he died, yeah, is sickening and it shouldn't have happened. And those cops needed to be prosecuted for that, you know? But he had gotten out of jail due to COVID-19, right? And you want to know what for? Yeah, that you, you didn't know what for. Media doesn't tell you any of this. He held a gun to a pregnant woman's stomach, okay? That is a threat of murder. You know, and now let me let me kind of divulge into that a little further. The woman was black. She was African American, whatever you want to call it. And it's ridiculous, okay? You know, but okay. Now let me talk about the other guy. I cannot remember his first first name, and I apologize for that. I believe his last name was Brooks. Okay, so we're just going to call him Brooks. I believe his name was, um, yeah, I cannot remember. I deeply apologize for that. Brooks was highly intoxicated, okay, and in the state where this happened, it, you know, he was highly intoxicated. He went to a Wendy's, fell asleep in the parking lot. People saw that and notified the authorities, the right thing to do. You know, because nobody would have wanted that man to get up and go and drive a car. He could have endangered numerous people's lives. Okay, driving, intoxicated. It doesn't matter who you are, what color you are, nothing that. If you're driving intoxicated, you're endangering people's lives. Okay, but that's not what I'm going to talk about. Okay, so it's you know and when the authorities got there you know he was calm at first resisting arrest you know that happened next that's a felony all on its own then he reached for a cop's taser okay where this happened it is a felony to reach for a cop's weapon and in that state a taser is considered a deadly weapon Okay, because what if Brooks had taken that taser and used it on one of the cops? That would have incapacitated them and he would have had the chance to grab their weapon. Okay, so what those cops did was in a rightful matter. And I believe that they did. They do not deserve to be prosecuted because it was all in self-defense. Okay, we need to look at it from the cop's point of view. There was a intoxicated man reaching for their weapon okay their safeguard reaching for that okay that is something that shouldn't have happened you know but uh god i feel like scrapping this whole thing um <laughs> it's ridiculous you know but i am definitely straying away from everything this stuff needs to get said Okay, now <laughs> let's backtrack once again to COVID-19. Oh my God, I apologize for that. Okay, let's, yeah, let's <laughs> go back to COVID-19. The masks that they are ordering you to wear 
you know, enforcing you to wear. It is not a law, so stop saying it is a law. Laws are voted in. This was not voted in. It was not, you know, voted upon by the Senate, and the president never signed it into law. Okay? So stop acting like wearing a mask is a law. I get it. Some places want to enforce that, okay? But <laughs> that's their own fault, okay? You know, if you don't want to wear a mask, you shouldn't wear a mask. I understand you're going to be all like, oh, you're endangering our lives. No, I'm not. I'm telling you facts, okay? The whole COVID-19 thing is a ridiculous mess. And it's, it's ridiculous. Okay. And, um, yeah, that's all I'm going to say on that. Uh, but, yeah, wearing the mask, you're breathing in your own carbon dioxide, okay? And that, in turn, makes your blood acidic. Which, that isn't good either, you know? It puts you at risk for medical problems and um that's really it you know this was way longer than i intended to be and i apologize but if you did listen this long thank you and uh i i guess it's just yeah thank you and um yeah that, thank you for listening to this and um yeah goodbye Killswitch Industries signing off. Goodbye, everybody. Have a good day. And spread facts, not fear. Thank you very much from your local technical innovators.